Welcome to the Artist Academy podcast. I'm your host, Andrea Earhart, and I am so excited that you're here to catch the weekly replay of my laid-back yet very inspiring conversations with other full-time professional artists. The purpose of this series is to show aspiring artists that it is completely possible to have a great career in the arts. And if you ever want to tune in and have your questions answered in real time by myself or featured guests, then just check out the schedule over at facebook.com groups slash artist academy every Tuesday to catch us on live. I'll see you there. This episode is sponsored by the Artist Academy Advanced Membership, a program for artists who want to up-level their art game by taking it from a hobby or a side hustle to a full-time six-figure art business. With weekly trainings that include step-by-step proven art business techniques, plus painting tutorials from yours truly and other guest artists who are masters in their field, you will be well-equipped to learn and grow into the highly skilled and highly profitable artist you know you're meant to be. I've figured out what it takes to build my own six-figure art business, and now my heart is set on teaching aspiring artists like you to do the same. It's not hard, but it does require your time and dedication. So if you're up for the challenge, go to advancedmember.com. That's advancedmember.com to learn more. Happy Thursday. Hello. So this is another mini episode that I will try to keep under 20 minutes or so uh, to where I give you some simple tips, tricks, (laughs) simple tips, tricks, and advice to help you in your art career, something that you can use right away and which will impact your art business in a positive manner. So today we're going to talk about how to work with clients on a budget. Now, I live in Missouri, okay, so the Midwest, and let me tell you, it is kind of hard to get sometimes businesses, sometimes just individuals, a lot of people to pay what I want them to pay, you know, not a lot of people can just fork out several grand for a mural like I deserve, (laughs) like you deserve, and so I work with people a lot of the time, and so I'm going to tell you a lot of stories of where we figured out a deal that was mutually beneficial and everybody was super happy. Okay, and I want to also point out that just because someone can't afford what you have to offer, it doesn't mean all is lost, okay? And there's a difference between someone who seriously can't afford it and they do not have it in their budget and they cannot take it out of any other budget or anything else to pay you and there's someone who just doesn't want to. And so really just figuring out first if they can afford it, then, and if they can, you know, stand firm get what you what you want but if they can't and they're like man I just it's just not possible right now and so yeah it's just first figuring out which one it is and then figuring out if you want to work with them in the form of maybe a trade so I'm going to talk about doing a trade first and foremost and I just want to start out by saying as long as a trade is mutually beneficial and you actually want what they have to offer then it's completely okay however 
a, a circumstance where you might not want what they had to offer. I So I used to run a promotional modeling business and a lot of the times they would want girls to come out to promote their stuff and they'd be like, oh, they can have free tickets to this dirt track event or free tickets to the bowling alley or whatever. And I'm like, they don't want that. They do not want that. They do not care about your dirt track event. Like, just stuff like that. <laughs> and uh, but, but nowadays, a lot of the times, the clients that I work with, I do care what they have to offer. For example, I painted some snowmen on the windows of a yoga studio. And I met these yoga studio owners through my fiance, who I meet a lot of people. And so I know them and I like them and I've taken classes at their yoga studio before for actually for years. And so that's another way that I kind of know them. And so they wanted some stuff painted on the inside and on the windows for their holiday window painting. And um, they they have some money, not a ton. However, I and I knew that I could probably get them to just pay up, pay in cash. I knew that I probably could. However, it is really appealing to me that they can offer free classes in exchange for window painting. And so, when you're doing a deal like that, however much you would usually charge, double it. I'm just going to tell you, double it. Because, so if I would normally charge about 150 just a super quick job to do on the outside of the windows, or like 300 So if I would normally charge 150 I charge them 300 because, in class fees, because they're not really out anything. And I'm gaining a lot in that way. And I just tell them, like, hey, you know, if we want to pay cash, we can do this. Or if you want to do class credit, we can do this. And it's double. And of course, any business is going to look at that and be like, oh, yeah. I mean, there's no cost to me of doing just class credit. And so that's what we did. So I have, right now I have like $500 class credit, which at a yoga studio will get you yoga classes uh, routinely for like a year. You know, <laughs> like it's, it goes, it doesn't go as far as you think. However, just having class credit there makes me go there more because I know when I go there I don't have to take out a credit card or anything and I need to use that so it makes me go there more and that was in my head when I was figuring out if I wanted to do cash or whatever with them and so that's why I did it and they love it and they actually ask me to do way more stuff now that they know I'll work for class credit because they can afford it because it costs almost nothing to them so yeah Okay, another one. Okay, so I traded doing the this pair of rose wings. So these photo op wings that you can stand in front of and it looks like you have like rose wings on the outside. That's the best way I can describe it. Beautiful. I traded that for hour for hour um, at, the, at the salon. So my friend is actually the salon owner there and I've known her forever. We're not like super close or anything, but I've known her forever. She's done my hair for forever and she's like, I would really love a pair of your wings. I knew, I knew her and I knew that if I told her, hey, okay, it'll be 1500 for these wings, she would have said no. She'd been like, oh no, no, thank you though. Um, so I was like, okay, no problem. And since I respect her profession as well, we all, we need hairstylists to do the amazing things that they do. And so since I respected her profession as well, I was like, okay, do you want to trade hour for hour? 
And she's like, yes, of course, sure. So basically, I just noted down how many hours I spent on the rose wings. And so she's going to trade me hours for doing my hair for the next probably two years. So I spent maybe like eight to ten hours. And so I'm going to get eight to ten hours of free hair care, which I'm so excited about because, you know, and doing that too, it's like I knew that she wasn't going to pay for it if I would have told her straight out. And this, I'm not getting paid up front, and I spent a couple a couple days working on this thing, but it'll pay off later, and really, you're in the long game, and that's the mindset of an art entrepreneur, and I, I'll get paid eventually, so it's totally worth it for me. So kind of look like, does someone have what you want, and trade them, because, I mean, no. Our business friends or people who are in business, they're just like us. They're trying to get a deal, but they want what's fair, and so whatever you can do. Also, I painted a mural on the outside of a paint store, and so I, it was one of my first ever street art pieces, and I was talking to him, like, yeah, I want to do this thing. Like, it's not, it's not a big thing yet. Like, this was the second ever street art piece that I ever did. I was like, I want to start a movement here. I think it's going to be great, and... Yeah, oh, they were like, yes, they were so in. So I created a mural for them, and I worked for $400 in store credit. So this was really early on, right? And I worked in $400 store credit. And to me, that is just as good as cash, you know? Like $400 at a paint store is just as good as cash to an artist. And I spent all that. It took me like a year to... Uh, spend it but I didn't have to buy art supplies for a year after that and they were super excited they're like okay that's less for us because I mean the cost that they or what they charge people is uh, way more than what they actually pay for something so that works that works like that also another one I worked for Hy-Vee with Hy-Vee is a grocery store and it also has like a little restaurant inside of it and we went there so many times for sushi night that every sushi night we would get to talk to the manager or whatever and he he knew that I was an artist and he's like hey can you come in and redo our banner and just do some lettering and it took me a couple hours and whatnot and he's like I'll give you uh basically it was like a hundred dollars in free sushi and I'm like, yeah, sure. And what that does, too, is it builds a relationship. So if he needs anything else painted, he's for sure going to come to me. Because he told me, he's like, our budget is not very high for this. However, I'm like, yeah, sure. I'll paint for free sushi. So it was just kind of funny to tell people. This is a little early on in my art career, too. So I was like, yeah, I'll take whatever. And so it's just funny that I was like, I will work for sushi. <laughs> okay. Let's see. Also, okay. So that's, I'm just going to stop there. You've heard plenty of stories you get it if you like the if you like to trade something if you have something that they want whether you do in store credit you know um, to a restaurant which I've actually done that too uh, not just the sushi one but for other ones they can give you gift cards so I, I did one just to keep it brief I did another one and they paid me half in gift cards and half in cash so it was, I think it was like 150, it was a really small job. They did 150 in gift cards, 150 in cash. And it was a restaurant that I already ate at. So, so gift cards was great. And I actually just took my girlfriend out to lunch and I was like, here, I got it. I, and I gave him a gift card. So it's just, it's just things like that. And the more you're willing to work with people, the better. They're not trying to, I, I don't want to say Jew you down because anybody is Jewish that's listening, but you get it. Anyway, you guys have a sense of humor. Uh, and they're not trying to Jew you down. And they're just, they're being businesslike. However, I did do 
So this is a time where when someone is trying to get you down on price where you should not do it. And I painted for a a car dealership, a very it was a Ford car car dealership here in town and they're big time. They make a ton of money. And it was a relatively small logo that I charged them. I told him it was going to be $500. And he came back and he goes 400. And I'm like, no, this isn't negotiable. No, but look at it from his perspective. He's a car salesman, car salesman. Like how like you don't buy the car for what it's listed to on the lot, you know? And it, so it took me a second to really realize like, he's not trying to, uh, he's, he's not trying to like hurt me or offend me. It's that's his nature. Like he, he's like, he tries to negotiate everything and it could be, you know, that could be a good businessman or whatever. But it, I said, no, I, I knew that that car dealership made money. They make, I mean, they print money and cause I had a friend who worked there and I was like, no, you're not going to talk me down on this very fair price that I already gave you. And I told him no. And he used me anyway. He's like, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And so there, you can say no. I just want to also say that you don't always have to work like work with with a client. Sometimes I'll drop it down $50, but in this case I was like, "No, I know you make money. I know you can afford it, and you're going to pay me of the fair rate that I gave you." And so yeah, that's just another story of like just to show you, you know, you can stick up for yourself. And I'm telling you, okay, I sound really confident now because I am now, but the first time that happened to me, I was like, what? I was like, maybe I should. No, no. Yeah. Well, maybe I should. He's asking for, and I'm like, oh no. Like I was like going back and forth and I, it hurt. And I was like, man, why, why would he do that? And, but it's, it's, don't take it personally. It's just business. And now, you know, also if you have a question, if you're like, if someone's trying to price negotiate with you right now and you are like, I don't know if I should do it, send me an Instagram DM and ask me. And if you're one of my students, we're connected on Facebook, so you're just going to message me on, on Facebook Messenger and I'll send you back a voice chat and I'll tell you, hey, yeah, you should work with them or no, you should ask to get paid the full amount. So yeah, okay. Let's see. Um, okay, yeah. The next part is how to work with them on a budget that's not a trade. So I actually did two jobs here in the last six months where we worked out a payment plan and call it being in the Midwest or whatever, but I trust people when there's a contract, obviously, but I trust people not to give me a deposit sometimes. And you, and that just kind of comes with like feeling out the person. So whenever you go meet with someone, I, I met, I went and met with these people and you can kind of get a vibe for who can afford it and who can't. And so these businesses were, one was a new business, brand new. And they're like, Hey, like, you know, we only have so much per month that we can spend on things. Like, can I pay you seven fifty a month for several months to do this large mural? And even though you're going to do it all and complete it all in the first month, like, can we do it? And I, okay. He didn't go out and say seven fifty a month. We negotiated. I told him the final price and he said, and he's like, okay, how many months can we spread it out? And I was like, we could do six months. And he was excited. He was like, Oh my gosh, thank you so much for working with me. Whereas on the flip side, if I would, if I were to say, no, I need 50% down and you need to pay me at the end of the month when it's due and I would not budge, I guarantee they would not have hired me. I guarantee it. 
And so just sometimes it's being able to work with a client who will be able to pay you eventually, get it in writing, obviously. And even, I mean, even if you don't get it in writing, like you can still take someone to small claims court. Easy. All, all you have to have is an email and proof that you did what they wanted you to do. And all that. it's so easy. And so don't worry about not getting paid. Like as long as you have it in email and you negotiated a price and all of that, actions can be taken and you will get paid. So yeah, so uh, with me waiting, and they're actually, they just made their second payment here recently, and they'll make another one next month. And so with me waiting, I'm making more than I would if I would have just said, oh, no, these are my terms. I probably wouldn't have made anything. However, if you do it like that, too, you can put, like, a, a payment tax or a payment interest charge on there if you want. I do not. However, you can. You can say, hey, no problem. It would cost this much if you paid right now, but making payments is more work for me. It'll cost 10% more or whatever. And a lot of the times they'll say, okay, that's fine. Or that might be enough for them to be like, okay, we'll figure out a way to pay you right now. You know? I also did this really big job down in Louisiana last year and it actually took me like six months to get paid however they would it was a really big job it was like over ten thousand and which is what i consider a big job it was over ten thousand and i know for a fact they would have not used me used my artwork on as many things as they did if i told them hey no you have to pay within 30 days i gave them six months and they paid and it was great so i i encourage you not to be super super uptight if you can um, you know, just dealing with payments and all of this kind of stuff. It's kind of a hassle, but I'm just really just putting on your poker face and being like, this is just business. It's not personal. And just taking it in stride can help you, uh, in the long run. Okay. So another one is so for nonprofits, I just want to give this warning. If you work for a nonprofit, bless you. I love it. I think everybody should. The people at the people who work for nonprofits are doing the things that we're not doing, you know? They're helping the feeding the homeless. They're helping kids. Like they don't they don't make hardly anything. And I think of that every time a nonprofit approaches me, they are not making anything. Like I'm making, I mean, I, I, I had a total revenue of 100000 this year. Like that's, it's pretty decent. They are not making anywhere close to that. So when they're asking me for a discount, I'm taking that into consideration because they don't have it. However, I'm not saying that you should go and work for pennies every time a nonprofit approaches you. That's not what I'm saying at all. However, if you, I, I do, I just all around the board, I give a 20% discount to a nonprofit, no matter what. Like that's the, the amount that you get. Sometimes I give them more if I'm associated with them. So I volunteer for Big Brothers Big Sisters here in town and they get things for next to nothing. Really, I'll just I'll just do things for them because I believe in what they stand for, and they know that the projects that I'm doing for them they're not first top priority either. And so just making that making that upfront as well, be like if someone's trying to talk you down, say like with a canvas commission. Some sometimes I'll ask that. And a lot of people will say, hey, like, you know, I can't afford that. Could you do less? And I'm like, and if I have some availability and I really want to do the Canvas commission, I'll say, yes, I'll do it. However, since you are not a top paying client, it's going to go on the very bottom of my list. You know, if higher paying clients come in here in the next while, 
and they need a um, like their projects will be over yours and as long as they can wait and sometimes they wait six months like good things come to those who can wait however so if tell them like if they want to pay your outright payment like you or what it's worth and they they want to get it within a month or within a couple weeks they'll pay what it's worth however say that you really want to do it if you do and just say that it's going to take a while and so tell them to be patient don't don't let them email you all the time like hey is it done hate it not explain them no like other things are all over priority over you this is how it is and just i mean people will take it as long as you're that way up front you have to be that way up front and it you're you don't have to be bitchy about it a lot of people think sticking up for yourself like this is a form of bitchiness and sorry part of my language but uh, I hope there's no kids listening. If <laughs> Okay. And, okay, so sticking up for yourself is not a form of you being harsh. It's just you saying your worth and saying what's expected. Because if you do not tell them that you're, they're on the bottom of the priority list, if you say, okay, I'll, yeah, I'll get to it, and you do not really explain that it might take six months, they're going to be mad if they come back in a couple months and it's not done and you're like oh I haven't gotten to it yet like just tell them up front it's not first priority and yeah okay um anyway back on the charity things um this is my point that I was going to say on here back on the charity thing it's great if you want to do stuff for charity however if you donate a painting to charity you cannot write that off on your taxes. So a lot of people will say, hey, oh, well, you get a tax exempt form. Nope, I have talked to my accountant about this. You do not. It's so sad too, because we can't appraise our own art and that's how the government sees it. So if you would normally sell this painting for $500 and a nonprofit wants it and they're gonna benefit from it in some way and you give it to them, you can. that's not a $500 tax write-off. It should be, it really should be. Uh, but I guess for people to avoid saying that, that their stuff is millions of dollars, the government has to put things in place and it's not a tax write-off if you do that. You can only write off the materials that you have spent to do it. So if you buy a canvas and you give it to them and you buy paint and you give it to them, you can only write off the cost of the canvas and the paint. So sad. Yeah, okay. That is it. I now have talked about taking payments. Let's see what else. Making trades, uh, dealing with nonprofits. And I just want to say that as long as you have a contract and everybody who is in the Artist Academy Advanced Membership, there is a contract template in your Artist Academy site. Just download it and have everybody sign it before you do any of these. And really just having that contract in place really helps you to have your mind at ease when doing stuff like this because you getting paid later on is... Eh. Like, it's already kind of a little bit of a worry, you know, like, are they going to pay me? Like, just trusting someone to pay you. But having that contract in place helps to ease your mind and helps also to let them know that you mean business. And yeah, okay. 
So I hope that helps. Again, you can download a contract template in the RS Academy Advanced Membership. The Advanced Membership is still currently open by the time this airs in January. I'm closing it down February 1st, however, because I'm getting married and I'm going on my honeymoon and I'm just going to solely focus on that and the Art Academy members and the ones who are already in it. I don't want to have to focus on bringing people in and getting people in and settled and all of that. I'm shutting it down because I'm just focusing on my Artist Academy advanced members during the month of February while I'm getting married. I'm so excited. We're going on a honeymoon to Antarctica. It'll be our seventh continent and I'm so, so, so excited. So yeah. Okay. Now for now, the Artist Academy Events membership, and I'm doing tutorials in there weekly, sometimes several times a week as we're doing the 31 day challenge right now. And yeah, I will see you guys in there and I'll see you next week. Thanks. This episode is sponsored by the Artist Academy Advanced Membership, a program for artists who want to up-level their art game by taking it from a hobby or a side hustle to a full-time six-figure art business. With weekly trainings that include step-by-step -step proven art business techniques, plus painting tutorials from yours truly <laughs> and other guest artists who are masters in their field, you will be well-equipped to learn and grow into the highly skilled and highly profitable artist you know you're meant to be. I've figured out what it takes to build my own six-figure art business, and now my heart is set on teaching aspiring artists like you to do the same. It's not hard, but it does require your time and dedication. So if you're up for the challenge, go to advancedmember.com. That's advancedmember.com to learn more. If you've enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and leave a review. If you review our podcast and send a screenshot of that review to me on Instagram, I am at art by Andrea Earhart. I will then promote your art on my story and tag you as a little thank you for helping me grow this podcast and our Artist Academy community. I have a reach of over 50,000 on Instagram. So this is a little help me to help you incentive. Also, if you ever want your questions answered in real time by myself or featured guests, then just hop on over to facebook.com slash groups slash artist academy to check out the schedule every Tuesday to catch us on live. I'll see you next week.